The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! Blowing out of the backfield, exploding down the sideline. This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts, Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly, and Shannon Gross. Shannon. Thursday, 11.30, and you know what that means. It is time for the People Show, Hanging with the Boys. You're looking live at Tostitos Championship Plaza outside Ford Center at the Star in Frisco. Looks weird out there, man. Looks really weird. It's kind of a weird color. Did it rain or something? 67 degrees. The high is 73. The low tonight is 60. Chris, something weird's going on in my ears. Is them boards on the ground? Out there? there we go. No, that's uh, that's it's concrete. Like I think it's something. I think it's wet. wet? Yeah. yeah, it's wet. So, wow. wait, why y'all buttoned up today, Nate? Yeah, I just finished <laughs> doing a show, man. Okay. I just doing this special edition thing, man. Okay. And uh, you, you look good. Why'd what? you take your tie off? Well, I took it all off, man, because I know my boy Loom. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Don't ruin it. Don't Bro, ruin you better it. hurry up. Kurt, you better hurry up. Kurt, how you doing? I'm good. You're good? Yeah, yeah you better hurry up. All right, we would like to welcome to the show for the next two days someone that's familiar with the Cowboys and the Giants, although he basically had a cup of coffee in New York, and we'll talk about that, too. It was a freak up. Our, <laughs> our favorite offensive lineman of all time, Jumbo Joe Looney. Welcome to the show, Joe. What's up, man? Yeah, I appreciate you guys, man. How have you been? Uh, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Do those uh, headphones fit over the hair? They do. They okay. do. You know, I, I didn't wear my headband today, you know, to get the to get the swag out, you know. Okay, I like it. And uh but but they, but they fit great. You know, these bows are really nice. They're comfortable. You know, mm-hmm. you know, I got some good news and I got some bad news. Uh oh. And the good news is that Looney is on our show. The yes. good news is that he did not play for the Giants. The bad news <laughs> is when you left, man, you left a gap for Jason Garrett, man. No, no, man. You heard him, dog. <laughs> my boy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, man. He, he vouched for me, too. Yeah, that's man. what I'm saying. He, he vouched for you, too. you know, when I, when I went into his office, man, you know, me, me and Coach Garrett, we really right. did. We got, we got emotional. Right, you right. Know, man, because, you know, Coach Garrett was my guy. You know, we, right. we, we joked on each other, laughed with each other, and – you know, when I was telling him I was retired, that was probably, you know, the, the hardest thing that I had to do was to tell him that, yeah, you know, that, I'm, really? that I'm done. Yeah. Right. And uh, But you know what, man? Hopefully our paths cross again, you know, because I love Coach Garrett, man. Yeah. He's a good dude. You know, he, I, I, I know he vouched for me up there, and hopefully I can see him again one day and shake his hand. Yeah, yeah. that's mm-hmm. good. Tell us, talk, talk us through, I think we know, me and Nate know your story because you were on Crosstalk with us one night, but mm-hmm. talk us through how you kind of departed here, how you wound up in New York how long your stay was, what that was like, and then and then how you wound up in the studio today. Yeah, so basically, you know, we, we got done with the uh, 2020 season, and, you know, I, I still wanted to play a year. I didn't know, you know, I was still – I was up in the air a little bit about playing. But, um, you know, I waited until summer came around, training camps kind of started, and the Giants called me and wanted to pick me up. And I was like, you know what, man, I'm ne- I've never said no to playing some football. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I went out there and, man, boy, I tell you what, it was a long time I was there. Long time. Four days. <laughs> Four days, boy. Long, you know, huh? Oh, yeah. You know, I got my contracts worth out of, out of the Giants. And uh, I, I was up there, man, and I was missing my wife. I was missing my kids. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I had to, in the back of my mind, it's my son's first football season. I wanted to be there for him. 
And, you know, I made the decision to retire. It was tough, though. It was tough, man. You know, I, I remember I remember Alfred Morris was there, and I remember walking off the field thinking, man, you know, just like I was, I was trying to take it all in, just trying to right. smell wow. the grass and whatnot. Right. But I did. Nate, I did. You know, (laughs) NFL practices are tough. I did have a thought in there to just be, you know what, I'm done with practice. You know, I'm going to say my back's hurting and I'm out of here. You know, but I I was like, you know what? (laughs) I'm going to give the game. I'm going to give the game everything it gave me. So I finished the practice. Uh-huh. But you knew before practice, I'm done. You know, I, it was when I walked. We were we were doing one-on-ones. We were doing five-on-four. <laughs> right, right, right. And, you know, this is a drill where the defense and offensive line, you're just you're killing each other. Right. You know, it is just, you know, it is a full-on war. You know, the defense knows it's pass. And as the center, you're sitting there in the middle, and you're just taking hits. You know, it's just mm-hmm. you, you can't do anything. You, you're just getting beat up. Right. And I'm sitting there, and I'm getting hit. And, you know, <laughs> Man, I don't know. I don't know if this is for me anymore. I don't know if I want, you know, three hundred pound grown men hitting me. Right. You know, especially Big Lawrence up there, man. I'm just like, oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> so you know, I sat there and I knew. Then I'm like, all right, you know what? After this practice, this is gonna be it. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell tell the guys in the morning, and uh, but but. I've, I told myself, you know, I'm gonna finish this practice, give the game, give the game what it deserves, mm. and lo and behold, blessed Joe. How blessed am I? We got to do some conditioning after practice. <laughs> <laughs> and growing up in Little League, you know, as a, as a big man, right. I won't say, you know, I don't know right. if we say fat on the show. That's I it. If I'm say, fat, I'm I won't a fat say man. Fat yeah. Yeah. He says fat all the time. Yeah. But yeah. as a big kid growing up running laps in Little League, you know, we, we practiced at a baseball field. So running laps, that was probably the worst thing that ever happened to me. You know, my dad was my coach, and I would look at him, you know, he'd run a lap. And I'd look at him, and, you know, in my little eight-year-old mind, you know, my – my little eight-year-old mom was really giving him the business. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah. who the do you think you are, man, telling us to run a lap? And so I finished my career conditioning, running, you know, across the field. Yeah. And it was it was only right. It was only right at that time to be like, all right, yeah, this is This is the way is I got to go out. Yeah, yeah, this is it. God's telling me this is done. So, you know, that I got That was like to, a really hard conditioning, wasn't it? Didn't, I think remember reading, like, he put you guys through the paces that day. Yeah, he did, boy. He if there did. was any doubt, it's like, I'm out of here. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, I understand why Coach Judge did it. You know, yeah. I, I understand why he did it. But even in the back of my mind, I'm sitting there running these sprints, and I'm like, little do you know, no, I'm, I'm done. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> So done with this. I'm out here running laps, doing push-ups. You gotta be kidding me! But it was fun, though. It was fun, man. Like I said, you know, I took I took it all in. You know, really, really, when I unstrapped that helmet for the last time, you know, took my cleats off. I I made sure, you know, I I got that smell of the grass, and I'll never forget yeah. it. I'll never forget walking off that field, knowing like, hey, wow. look, this was the last time. I was buttoning up my ten strap, putting on my pads to play organized football. Mm-hmm. You know, who knows? I might, I might, I might, you know, get into a flag league around here. <laughs> you know, people, yeah, talk to me. You know, people might see me and you know, it might not think that. Oh, you know, this guy, you know, he's got some pounds on him. But yeah. you know, little do they know, I'm gonna be out there, <laughs> CD Lamb, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> so I get back to playing some organized flag wow. football. You know, give, giving them the mosses out here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when did you know it was over, Nate? When were you done? Uh, wow, I was in I was in the Carolina Panthers camp, uh-huh. and uh, and I and I, I you know what I give you I, my hey, cause I ain't had a guts to quit. I just <laughs> was floating through up there with Coach Wise, you know that's who I, I'm like Lord Jesus. But fortunate for me, they didn't want me to play. They just wanted me to 
Go, do boy. Yes, sir. That's a good thing, Coach. Yes, <laughs> and, I, and I got through the year. I got, my, got you know, some syndrome, um, try, and I was happy. You tell me something mm-hmm. happened when I, you know, I was the biggest, highest paid cheerleader. They should have put me in the skirt. <laughs> and when that thing was over, and uh, my agent coming, hey, man, I'm trying to negotiate something, but they don't want to do nothing. And I say, thank you. Because I don't want to tune that in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thank you. So, yeah. Hey, I was happy when it was over because you know, man. Yeah. Yeah, you, you know. do. The, but now, you know when the your skills hadn't, there. though, but your skills hadn't eroded. My skills, oh, they were through. Yeah, my skills were through. Mm. When did Kurt, when did you decide to quit? <laughs> I'm still working on that. Are you? Yeah, yeah. Ain't you a baseball extraordinaire? I wouldn't say extraordinaire, but I'm a fan. <laughs> <laughs> what was your big thing, Shannon? What? Sports-wise, what was your big Baseball. Okay. I was so small. When I was 15, I was 5'3 and weighed 103 pounds. Well, what, 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 what about now? I was so what, small. What, what about now? Uh, I'm 5'4, weigh 107. <laughs> Take some of this. No, I, I, I was so small. Like I played, I played football one season, and my best friend was a big, big guy. Yeah. And he fell on me one practice, and his knee drove into my thigh bone, Mm. and I got like a deep thigh bruise, and I was like, this is not for me. Like, I'm done. (laughs) I'm going to finish the year out. (laughs) Right, right. But I'm done. And I kind of regret that because I wound up growing a little bit, and I was really fast. I was really quick. And I think I probably could have played – D two or D three probably could have played slot, maybe maybe even corner, like but, a Julian, Julian Edelman type. Yeah, just okay. you know, I was I was I wasn't long distance fast, but like off the line, I could I could get it. Oh yeah, yeah. and and I I kind of regret that. I played basketball for one year about the same time, and then I just I decided like baseball is my thing. I'm gonna stick with baseball. So yeah, I just yeah, but wow, yeah, that was it. So Chris, did you play any sports besides bags? Besides the cornhole bags, man, I play football. Yeah, I ran track. Did you? Yeah, I play football. Man, that was a long time ago, wasn't it? Ninety-seven. Shot put, track? No. Oh. <laughs> did you ever? Go, did you ever go hunting? Did you ever go hunting as a kid, Chris? Of course, still do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. I mean, cornhole is like a professional sport now, bro. Yeah, he's good. He's hey, good. Beam's yeah. good. Also, yeah. yeah. baby. You ever want to go? Let's go. Hey, what's up? Challenge me. I had a. Uh, I went to get my hair cut a few years ago, and the kid was kid was sitting in the chair next to me and the you know the girl he's probably he was probably 12 and the girl's cutting his hair talking to him she's like what do you you know what do you want to do when you get older and he's like you know i really like this cornhole stuff mm-hmm. he's like i think i want to be a professional cornhole Gosh. player i'm like are you freaking kidding <laughs> yeah. me like kids are wanting to grow up and be cornhole players well i'll tell you what i got a great story about cornhole because i'm a competitor deep inside right, mm-hmm. right. and um me and tyron we uh we met these people from uh in Dallas, and they were they were wonderful, but they 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 lived in this beautiful neighborhood, and they were throwing uh, their daughter a birthday party, and me, Tyron, my sister, we went over to their house, and you know they had these cornhole boards, and all the little kids are coming to play cornhole right, and whatnot, right. you know, and I'm looking and I'm looking at Tyron, I'm like, hey. These kids step up on these boards. You know, we, we try to give them the business. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it, it, you, you, you gonna get this competitor out of me. Right. So, long story short, man, me and Tyron, you know, Tyron can play some cornhole. Right. Oh yeah, that was my partner, boy. Right. Me, boy, you this, talk about we, we'll uh, go on the you know Johnsonville sausages. Put right. us on there, man. Give us the t-shirts. We're gonna right. be talking. Does he does he put the uh, bionic arm on when he plays? You know what? I told, it might help him out. It might help him out because sometimes you know Tyron's got all that strength. He just yeah. throws it over, yeah. throws it over the board. But right. man, what a you know, heck of a partner, but those kids stepped up on them boards, man. And y'all deal with them. Down, they figured huh? out real quick. This ain't, this ain't no game out here. Don't, 
you got to come correct if you don't eat bad. Man. You need to get with a uh, guy uh, for Chris. You need to get with Chris. Yeah, Chris, Chris is, is in the league. Yeah, he's in the cornhole he's in league. The league. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah. we got to yeah. do this. Might have a new partner, Chris. Sure, let's do it. All right. What's the contract? Uh, Offer me some. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the best type of league. You know what it is, Looney? You get you get your name on a trophy that stays at the bar for the rest of your life. Oh, oh man, that's oh. even the best trophy etched in the history. It's books. like it's like the Stanley Cup. That's, <laughs> that's awesome. The cornhole cup. I got my I got my name on the cup like four times. Do you really? <laughs> oh yeah, that's awesome. I tell you what, Chris, let's take an early break. Right. When we come back, Joe Looney is going to tell us what's wrong. Is anything wrong with the offensive line? Nate doesn't think so. He thinks they're in good shape. Mm, we'll I don't get... know if Nate thinks. I don't know. <laughs> okay, I we'll... do think they're in good yeah. shape. Yes, okay. sir. Yes, so sir. And we'll talk, we'll we'll talk about yes, that. Sir. And we'll then no one in yeah, this room knows Dak any better than you. Mm-hmm. So, because he had his hands up under your butt a whole lot. A couple of times. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, That's not the way I would have described hey, hey, it. Was he a middle finger guy? Was he a... Stop it! Stop oh, it! Oh, we'll be, we'll be right back. Bad bathroom days, one of the best for that. We'll be right back. We're hanging with the boys. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want great, fresh tasting, ready to serve guacamole for your home gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. Brace yourself for an existential question. Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek. Get your seat in a seat. How great would it be to travel to watch the Cowboys win on another team's turf? Pretty great. But honestly, just watching the game from anywhere but your house would be fun. Even a hotel bar with some guy named Phil from St. Louis who thinks Oakland still has a team. So whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com. Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Hey, Cowboy fans. If you're thinking about attending a game this season, visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Stay at the team hotel, have dinner with a Cowboys legend, and experience the best sports venue in the world, AT&T Stadium. Also, tour the star, get autographs from your favorite players, and talk X's and O's with me, Mickey Spagnola. The official travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys will take care of all your travel needs. Visit Cowboys Travel com to book your package today. Back to hanging with the boys. Give the gift of the Cowboys this season with the Dallas Cowboys United membership presented by Globe Life. It's the ultimate fan experience for the ultimate Cowboys fan. Membership started just 20 bucks. Includes an exclusive fan pack VIP member experiences. Tis the season. Visit DallasCowboys.com slash United to get yours today. Joe did some... Uh, 
Joe did some work for uh, our merchandise department upstairs a, a few yeah, weeks ago. Photos yeah. out. Yeah. Hellman said every time he opens an email from HR, there's Joe in his ugly sweater and his modeling career here. Oh, a little model action. That's what I'm talking about. Got the boob bounce going on in here. Yeah, man. Wow. All right, Nate. So this is a great show because everyone in the world is griping about the offensive line and Dak Prescott is trash right now is what the what the world thinks what do you think we have two offensive linemen one that's freshly removed from this 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 environment and this yes, organization sir. and still yes, knows sir. all the guys on the team are there any offensive linemen you don't know I don't think so. I think I, I think I pretty much know yeah. everybody. You know all the guys? Mm-hmm. So what is your assessment, Nate? And then we'll get to you, Joe. What do you think about the offensive line and where, where it's at right now? I, I think this here, and I'm just going to give you an overall view of what I think, is when you can rush 35 times and be right at 3.94 yards a, a carry and have 122 yards and – You've pass blocked decent. This last team didn't have the two great defensive ends, but they had two guys in the middle. And you and you hammered this out. You you made this. And I think that don't stop shuffling. Get your right tackle. Get your left guard. Let's go. Because stop it, shuffling. Yeah, you said stop. don't stop shuffling, but you saying lock stop them in, right? Sh- yeah, lock yeah. them in. Now, I think our offensive line is okay because it's it's, it's thirty two teams, and I think. We're probably still one of the top 15 uh, offensive line teams. So that's what I feel, just the overview and not being specific on any player. That's what I feel because Coach Fieldman, I think, is a decent coach, and he'll figure it out. Mm -hmm. That's what I believe. Yeah. So I I think from from an offensive lineman standpoint, I think that, you know, the offensive line is going to have the finger pointed at them. You know, they're the biggest guys on the team. And, you know, they're, they're going to have the finger pointed at them. And I always, I always found it like, you know, yeah, point the, point the finger at us. You know, the, the, we, we got big shoulders. We can handle this. You know, we're not, we're not soft. We ain't going to run away crying. You know, we're going to strap up our pads, strap up our helmet, and come to work every day and do what we need to do. But I think if you criticize one guy, you criticize the whole group. Mm-hmm. You know, because the offensive line, as we know, is the only it's the only really unit on the team. You know, you gotta you gotta be in unison when you're playing. And so if you you criticize one guy, you're criticizing the whole group. And I always found criticism as something good. You know, mm-hmm. people yeah. see it as something you know it's, it's bad that they're talking about. No, no, no. This is a this is a great way to find out who you are. Mm-hmm. You know, how you don't if if you know if you're not put in the tough situations, then you ain't gonna figure out that you are tough. So I always thought it was great, you know, give me that criticism because I'm, you know, I think we live in a, you know, I'm going to prove you wrong generation. Right, right. And I'm going to go out here and show you guys, hey, I'm one of the best to do it. That's why I got this star on the side of my helmet. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I always thought, of, you know, give us that criticism and we'll use it as something positive. Do you see anybody? Go ahead. Well, well I mean, just now a lot of the media think that they're going to bring Connor Williams back in for this, this last stretch. And... I think you were talking about shuffling of the line. That's what you're saying. I mean, how mm. difficult does that make it for the other guys on the line when you're sort of moving pieces in and out? Yeah, that is that is something difficult. You can't you can't hide the fact that you know you need you need five guys playing consistent up there, and you know when 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 coaches got to make these decisions, you know they're they're not easy decisions, and. Once, once, just like Nate said, once you make a decision, you gotta stick with it. You gotta stick with it because the the best way to learn the game is by getting reps. Right. You gotta be out there playing the game. It's one thing to be in practice, getting these reps, 
But if you're going to be out there and you're going to roll with a guy, you know, I, I always thought, man, if you're going to roll with me, let me let me go out there and play. You know, and one of the ways you learn to play the game is by making mistakes. You know, if you get if you get a linebacker and you 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 miss a protection, you know, and he runs in and sacks the quarterback, you kind of look at yourself and you're like, okay, I can't let that happen again. You go to the film room, you look at that, and you learn from it. You learn from it, and that's how you, that's how you get better at playing in the, in the NFL. Just like I said, it's one thing to be out there at practice, but when you're in the game and you're getting those live reps and you're under fire, that's the best way to learn how to play. Yeah. So what do you what do you attribute the I guess the offense because it's flipped. Beginning of the year, we were worried about the defense, and it was like we're going to hang forty on everybody. Mm-hmm. Like we're going to hang forty, but we're going to give up thirty nine, but we'll be good because we're going to win out. Now it's like. Okay, the defense is clicking now. If the offense can get it together, like nobody's going to want a piece of this team. But what do you see? What's holding the offense back right now? A lot of people say it's offensive line. Nate thinks Zeke's banged up with the knee, and that's what's going on with him. A lot of fans are talking about play calling. A lot of fans are down on Dak right now. What do you see is preventing them from putting up the points they were in the beginning of the season? Well, I think uh, you definitely need a strong running game. As an offensive lineman, and even growing up with football, my dad always preached, you know, your run will open up your pass. And, you know, if you're getting three yards, two yards in the beginning of a game, and that's how you start the game, well, that's, that's okay, you know, because as you, as you go on throughout the game, you run some outside zone, inside zone, power. You get these defensive linemen up there running around, and you get them tired. So by the time you get to the fourth quarter, those three-yard, two-yard gains that you were getting in the first quarter – those open up to 15, 20, and maybe you break one like Tony Pollard did in the Saints game. Mm-hmm. And you, you, you stick with it. And then I think that, you know, it, it takes the pressure off of everybody. You know, when you're running the football well, you're grinding other teams down, you're controlling the clock, and then you open up for all these weapons you got on the outside. You got CD, you got Amari. It's like, you know, you, you, you look and Kellen can look at his play sheet and be like, man, I could really call anything right now. So I think that you know you got to stick with the running game. You got to stick with you know even even if it's not working in the beginning of the game, stick with it, pound that ball, that's and good been, thing good things are going to happen. Yeah, that's been one of the criticisms, hasn't it been? They've given up on that run too early. <clears throat> not this past game, and, and and this this is what's ugly, and this is what makes playoff football so great is. What Looney is what Looney's saying, I agree with 100% because now if you continue to run the ball, if your defense is playing great, what you want now is to limit the times they touch the field. So by that's why I said 35 carries, that's 32 minutes on average. So now your defense is only playing 28 minutes or, or 26 minutes. With this defense, okay? And, and that's what he's talking about. Every time the offensive line gives you a – one to two yard gain, and even in the fourth quarter, if it's still going like that, but you're carrying the ball, everything else opens up. Mm-hmm. Let, let everything. Me, let me ask you this: that we have seen, or so it seems, that Dak seems almost to function better when they're playing on a hurry-up, faster-paced offense. How do you balance that, helping him out with keeping the running game going, keeping the defense off the field, that sort of thing? You you can still run the ball. I mean, go back to when he was in Mississippi. They, they, they fast-paced, they still ran the ball. Yeah. The difference is right here, fellas, and, and, and I hate to say this because uh, – but the only thing that's different about all of this is Dak doesn't run anymore. Dak had a chance to make a three-yard or a four-yard first down, and he chose to sit and throw the ball away or take the sack. 
And I and and I'm just wondering, is Dak gonna say, hey, you know what? If it's an easy first down to keep my team on the field, let me go on and get this easy first down because you can still slide. I mean, yeah, he had that's a horrific incident uh, last year, but mm-hmm. still now you're. You're, you're trying to be something, uh, and I don't want to be critical of another man's talent, but he's not a pure drop-back quarterback. He's not that. Not he's when not he's at that. his best. He's yeah, right. not, yeah. That's not, and so I understand you're trying to maneuver in the pocket, but you got to move around a little bit and you got to help your team. Yeah, and I think, too, going off of your point, yeah. You know, we, we all know the athlete Dak is. Yes. And I think we all understand, you know, the, the criticisms he's been, you know, you know, nailed with this this past week, and uh, I think it's I think for Dak, you know, just being around him, you know, it's it's kind of an illusion, you know, that he's seeing right now. He's being compared to all these other guys. Yes. When you're being compared to these other guys in the NFL, you feel like, oh man, you know, this 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 is what I got to do to be one of the one of the greats. It's like, look, Dak, you're already one of the greats by doing what you do. And, you know, I think one of the great things that I loved hearing Coach Garrett say is he said, you know, no one know you know. When you're going out there, you got to know who you are, know what you're doing, and, and just let it, let it fly, let it play. And that's one of the things. And I think as a competitor, you know, Dak, I, I, I think, you know, I myself, you know, was, I was my hardest critic. Right. And right. I, know, I know Dak is the same way. And he's, he's going to see that, and he's going to understand, hey, man, I just got to go out here and be a kid again and do what I need to do and play football. You know, if I see something open up, hey, I'm going to take it. And, you know, and if I get criticized on, you know, getting a first down on a three-yard run, and yeah, maybe somebody's open downfield that I don't see. But you know what? We got a first down. I'm helping my team out. You know, it's not about the criticisms anymore. Yeah, because what what, as you get closer and closer to the playoffs, it's going to be about that first down. You know, it's going to be about – can I get enough first downs to get me into this red zone? And then we can work on the red zone, you know, because I tell people the hardest thing to work on in practice is red zone mm-hmm. because that is when the fire and, the, and it's in a small place. Exactly. So now you need to get to the red zone as many times as you can to try to try to work this out because that, you know, goal line, short yardage, ain't but one way you can do that, and that's wide open. Mm-hmm. You can't do a short yardage play. If you do it in three quarters, it ain't gonna never work because you ain't gonna get what what you get in the game. That's when you need to throw it to one of the fat boys down there. <laughs> Give him a big man touchdown <laughs> yes, down sir. there in that red zone. Yes, sir, man. Loosen up something. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? We, we were talking about that before the show. <laughs> uh, I every game day, me and Chris would like bump each other because 73 would be eligible. What, what was five to ten times a game, probably? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> and, and and I would just I was just waiting for Jumbo Joe to catch a pass, and it just never happened. Uh. I tell you what, there there were moments though. <laughs> there were moments, and I tell you what, I think I think when you're when you're in the moment, you know, and you you know the game plan. This was a couple of years ago. We were playing the Lions, and Callahan was the uh, ROC, yeah. and we had a play in for old Jumbo Joe. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, we get down to the two yard line where the play is installed. So you had you had the, you had the play installed for this game. I mean, yeah, the play is installed so was, for the for the game. Uh-huh. All the planets align. You know, you hear jumbo package, jumbo. You know, and I felt like, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm watching myself play the game now. You, you know, come I'm running like, and rubbing yourself like, ah, three boys. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you kind of, you kind of in the huddle and you hear Dak. You know, I don't even hear what he says, but it's kind of like ready break, slow motion. Right, right, right. And I line up, you know, and you know, bless me that you know it wasn't the play. 
<laughs> it wasn't the play that was in the and I didn't even I didn't even listen to that. I was like, man, this is irrelevant. You just knew it was your play. Yeah, this is irrelevant. Just line the guys up. We know what's going on here. Just get them to the line, Dak. And man, I start jogging over to my place. You know, I'm put making sure I got my stick on my hands. You know, so I can catch the ball. Dak looks at me, Lodi. You're over here. And I'm walking like, I'm like, what's the play, man? It's low G. And I'm like, man, you're kidding me. Y'all ain't stealing this from me. Y'all are not stealing my moment. But that's how that's how my that's how my uh That was your receiving that career? Was, that was my receiving career. <laughs> zero wow. yards, zero yards, zero attempts. Oh man. <laughs> All right, let's take our last break. When we come back, more with Joe. Let's talk about the Giants. And I don't know. Talk about some other stuff. Sure. Maybe mm-hmm. Kurt's corner. Who knows? Nah. Nah. Okay. Joe's Giants. Corner. Giant talk. Oh yeah. When we Let's come back <laughs> on Hanging with the Boys. That's it. Brace yourself for an existential question. Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek, get your seat in a seat. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now, the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. At AT AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call. And teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone new and existing customers our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. Back to hanging with the boys. Registration for holiday youth camps is now open. Don't miss the Dallas Cowboys Football Academy run by the survivor, Danny McRae. Danny, Danny. And Dallas Cowboys Cheerleaders Dance Academy camps on December 21st at the Star in Frisco and December 22nd at AT AT&T Stadium. Space is limited, so register today at DallasCowboys.com slash academy. Who knows, maybe Danny will recruit uh, Jumbo Joe to run the big man camp. Hey, I tell you what, I'll do it. Mm, you go. I got, some, I got some, I got some coaching under my belt. You know, I coach, I coach flag football, five year old flag football. <laughs> oh my goodness, what is that like? Oh, it was uh, hurting cats. It, yeah, it was, <laughs> it was a task. And I tell you what, I love these kids. They were, they were great. They mm-hmm. had all the heart in the world. Uh, 
We didn't win a game this season. Oh, oh man. Are you but coaching I, next year? I am. I okay, am coaching well, next year. In Frisco? Uh-huh. Okay, my son is 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 six, so he'll be the same as your son. Oh, yeah, get him I on the squad. get him on the squad. <laughs> get him on the squad. <laughs> we need to go. Uh-huh. But uh, they, they they were great. So, you know, I do got that coaching experience. Yeah. If they, yeah. You know, if they need somebody. Okay. We'll, we'll talk to them about <laughs> it. My son's more of a big man, though. That's right. Yeah. We'll get him scores. Chris's kid's gonna be. Well, he's gonna be six. Chris. Uh, he is six already. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. He's six already. He looks like he's forty three. <laughs> he's, he's a big kid. Full Priming beard. him to be a left. Yeah. Tackle. He's like Nate size. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> so funny. Um. So we talked about offense, Joe. What's your assessment of the defense? What do you, what do you yeah. think about these guys? I mean, I I, I love it. I love it. You know, I mean, you're watching this defense. You know, my dad always said, you know, when you're on defense, it, it makes you want to get cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. You know, it's just, I mean, it's absolutely amazing. And uh, I, I was I was telling you guys a little story, you know, back in 2018 when we were playing the Saints, you know, it was a really close game. And our defense was just, you know, ridiculous at the time. And knowing, hey, man, you know, if we if we got to punt the ball, we can rely on these guys to go out here and do their job. You know, just like Nate said earlier, you know, I was the we're the biggest cheerleaders right. out there. You know, give me some pom poms, white boots and whatnot, and I'm gonna be going out there. You know, what's the what's the high kicks that they do? Yeah, the yeah. that's us yeah. on the sideline, yeah. you know, because you little know Thunderstruck. Yeah, a little know? Thunderstruck, man. We know hey, these guys are gonna go out here and get the job done and do what we need to do. So I mean, you know, I, I think we all we all know it, man. Defense wins championships and offense sells tickets, you know, and it's it's wonderful to see see all these points being put up. But to be able to hold that trophy, you know, I think defense has a lot of play to go into that. Yeah. What do you think about Micah? Oh, oh I mean, <laughs> you know, to come in and do what he's doing as a rookie, and I talk about this a lot, I was a cocky rookie before nine-on-seven drill in my first training. <laughs> I was, you know, I was like, yeah, you know, I'm going to come in. I'm four-year starter in college, true freshman. What's up, man? NFL, pff, just a joke. I'm going to come here and own this league. Justin Smith humbled me really quickly, really quickly. That'll humble you quick. You know, when Patrick Willis is coming in and filling a hole, Navarro Bowman coming down here, it humbles you. So to see what he's doing as a rookie, it's really really spectacular. You know, because you don't see rookies come in and just dominate the way they do. I think, you know, they were showing a play the other day when he was going up against Sheriff, Sheriff yeah. up there. And, I mean, mm-hmm. this is a pro bowler. Bowler. You know, this is a pro yeah, bowler, man. Yeah. I mean, like, this dude, this ain't no slappy, you know. This guy's, right. a, this guy's a monster. And he just, you know, hits him with a move and sack fumble. Yeah. You know, so I think it's I think it's special. It's special for him. It's special for the fans, and it's it's enjoyable to watch. You know, seeing seeing someone like that have so much success. What What do you think about his comments? The NFL is easy. Who said that? Micah. It is for him. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. I mean, I, I came in and got the hammer dropped on me a couple of times. I'm like, wow, this ain't easy as I thought, especially coming from Florida and them. Mm-hmm. You know, so. But I think you know too. You see a lot of these, a lot of a lot of cats. You know, and and you, you break talent down in the NFL. Everybody in the NFL has talent. Yeah. And you know, I thought you know, but you see these guys like a, a Micah Parsons, a Tyron Smith. These guys just got whatever, you know, it's it's the God gene. Yes. You know, it's this God gene in them that just like these dudes, man, I mean, just built to play football. You know, what I mean, it's like a it's like a second nature. They just walk out there and they're good. So it's 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 fun to see. It's fun to watch. You know, I mean you get a player like that on your team, that's beneficial for you. We'll take it. 
Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> Ready did you break. Ever play, did you ever play defense at all? I did. Yeah. Uh huh. I you did. Ever miss it? I do. I I, <laughs> I did. I I played. I played some defense in high school, and uh, and in little league. You know, I talk about. I had a I had a great little league. You know, my dad was my coach, and mm-hmm. you know, he would line me right up over the center and be like, "You take him and you put him right in the quarterback's lap." And I just look at him, "Yes, sir." Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <As> long <laughs> yes, as I'm not the running back. Yes, sir, Dad. I'll kill this guy, dude. I got you. And uh, you know, it it was great, but I, I always loved the offensive line play you know I just you know you're not in the spotlight you're with a group of guys and that's what I wanted to do I wanted to you know be, be with the group of guys and you know go out there and smash some guys because you know when 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 teams do rush 200 yards and whatnot running backs you know and quarterbacks get all the praises for how many yards they pass for how many yards they rush for but deep down inside, we know. You know you yeah. did. You did that. <laughs> hey, coach, that yeah. was your game. Yeah, yeah. You, you played yeah. some defense too, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. And all the way up to college, yeah. You actually like defense better, didn't you? Yeah, I do. And that's why I root for them a little bit harder than I do the offense. <laughs> you know, even though it's harder to play offensive line, you know. Uh, let me change the subject. Okay. Oh, all right. Coach Urban Meyer, man. Oh, yeah. Man. What a mess, huh? That's a mess, man. Hey, definitely to not pay that dude all that money. To do all that work and to could, reconstruct your whole program and get for one guy, three thirteen games, and that's a shame, man. I mean, but anyway, back to more important the, things. <laughs> we win it. No, seriously, I was I was telling my wife about this. Sorry, you yeah. know, I was telling my wife about this. It's it's tough for coaches to come from college, you know, because yeah. you're 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 dealing with grown men in the yeah. NFL, and you just can't do whatever you want and say whatever you want to. Well, Saban you know. ran into the same thing, right? Yeah, you know, it's 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 tough, man. These are grown men you're dealing with. You know, they're gonna they're gonna say something back to you, you mm-hmm. know. And I, I've I've had my you know fair share of run-ins with with coaches and whatnot. Have you really? <laughs> oh yeah, nice you know. old Jumbo Joe. <laughs> tell you, you know, I <laughs> in the pros or college? In the, in the pros, really? In the pros, you know, and college I, they control you a little better. Yeah, in pros, you not not these kids, not this new generation, but in our generation, a little older, coach tell you what he wanted you to know, and that was going to be it. Right, and you know, yeah. I think you you get some confidence, and you uh, you kind of you you start you start smelling yourself a little too much, right. and mm-hmm. you know, you you have this confidence <laughs> to speak back to the coach, and you know, I definitely, I definitely, and I'm not I'm not happy about, it, I'm not proud of it, but you know, I think there's some things that you just you know, as as a man. You know, we all we all respect each other. And, right. You know, you gotta you gotta have you gotta show that respect to get it. And I, you know, I was raised to you know give respect no matter what. And I think right. you you get there to a certain extent. But you, if you keep poking the bear, yeah, you, know, you put that dog in the corner, rip, 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 right. come out barking. Dude. <laughs> Nobody puts Looney in the corner. <laughs> Nobody puts Baby in the corner. Well, see, Kurt's Kurt's happy that. That Zeke's banged up because he don't hates do, Zeke. No, no, no. Don't, why? Don't throw me under that but bus. Why? It's not true. They're spreading lies. What's the, what's the status of Pollard? Has he been practicing this week? He was out there today. They said he stretched and he did some work with Britt on the side, and then he joined the team for some things. But I don't, you know, he wasn't heavy into the drills or whatever. So they're hopeful. They're hopeful. Mm-hmm. And, and Nate, you think they can? You think they can run the ball no matter if it's. Clement and, and Hardy out there, right? I, I really believe that. I believe that these guys are good enough to run the ball. I think that if, 35 carries, 122 yards, no matter who's carried it, that's not, that's not, that's not to be laughed at. Mm-hmm. If, our, if our quarterback just can center himself and get himself calmed down, because that's how I think. Dak throws 39 times a game. We, we run that thing 25, 30 times. He throws it 30, and Dak is Dak. We cannot be beat. Go back and check the records. Yeah, right. We cannot be beat. Did, hey. you, 
Well, did you guys feel as linemen that if you did your job, anybody could run behind you? Oh yeah, I knew. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. and you know, definitely. Some, some but it like, don't hurt to have it don't hurt to have Emmett. Yeah, I tell you what, you know, it it when when a running back, you know, Zeke was always in our, our our run meetings. You know, on Wednesday, Thursday morning, he would come to our run meetings, and he would tell us, you know, the angles that he's going to be running at, how he's going to set guys up so we can get our blocks, and how he's going to run off of that. And I think when you got somebody back there, you know, you already got a good offensive right, line right. working for you, but when you got somebody back there doing that for you. It makes things easier. It's like, I see it. we'll see you in the end zone, dude. Yeah. That's interesting that he would come in <laughs> yeah, and tell you how he's going to run. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was I thought it was important because then you know what what angles you need to take. You know, it's like, how do I need to reach this line, you know, this defense alignment? At what right. angle do I need to go get the linebacker? When I'm pulling, what, what number am I aiming for? You know, is he going to take this thing inside or outside? So it's, 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 it's big down to the details of, you know, running the football. It, it's just hard for people to understand. Because when they look at running backs, and this is the theory, this is, you know, you can disagree or agree, uh, Brother Loon. In high school, when you have a great running back, he can go anywhere on the field and make a touchdown. In college, he has to stay more play side, but he still has that ability to bend it back. In pros, you get a hold. We get a hold, and when you do, I mean, you think you can just go right here to the right tack and make it just dart back to the to the left to the left guard. Now holding number sixty one, because you got to stay. With, you got to give the play a chance, right? Because these athletes are so great on defense, they can react so fast. So you can be go. I can be going up to the second level. I could be me and Looney could be working. I could be the right guard, and we going. I'm going up to the second level as you. But you reading through me so quick to when he makes that jerky move. All of a sudden, I got you, and yeah. all of a sudden you flailing, and I'm getting the flag. You yeah. have to stay more with the play when you get into the pros due to the defense is so much more athletic than in, in right, high school and college. It, it definitely does. It puts yeah. the offensive lineman in a, you know, a compromising position. position. Yeah. If, 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 you know, the running back is like, oh, well, I'm just going to cut it back right now. <laughs> right now. Yeah. You know, and I think, uh, you know, I've been watching a lot of ball this year, and you look at kind of like a Najee Harris. You know, he's yes. got to learn. Hey, you got to kind of let that play develop a little yes, bit before sir, you, you hit do. that hole. You know? That's right. Give, give, give them big guys some time to yeah. work up there yeah. you know, or set, set those blocks up. You know? Do your jobs change much, drastically, if at all, if depending on who, who the running back is? Uh, for, for me, we, we got guys that were more similar to, to, to uh, E. Now the game has changed where you, you – you, the coach and the offensive coordinator, I was like, should know – what running back is in there and help your offensive line have the best play for this running back? The play calling. Yeah, the mm-hmm. play calling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's that's how it seems to me now. It's, you actually had to do it with this new generation. Yeah, Kern, I think, you know, we we would we would know the difference between, you know, each each running back kind of has their little play designs. Yeah. And, you know, both, both you know, Zeke and Tony can – they can do it all. Yeah. But, you know, when, when one guy comes in the game, it's like, okay, you know, we got we – got, so many plays that they're going to be running in the game. And we know, you know, we see them coming in. You know, it's like, all right, we're running this play. And mm-hmm. you kind of adjust your, your blocking style to, you know, how they're, how they're, how, you know, coaches calling the game. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. interesting. So, like Barry Sanders, they, whether they wanted to be or not, they were going to be a big draw team. And draw is you kind of set and let the defense move first. Mm hmm. Because, you know, Barry, come, Barry going to sit there and he looking. All of a sudden he's gone. 
He's going where he wants. He's going where he wants. So you, you, they were more of a big draw team. Whereas with him, we was coming forward. We was going to dictate what was going to be happening. Mm-hmm. And, wow. uh, you know, and see, that's what I'm not so shocked that nobody don't do that for Barkley. If I'm, if I'm, the, I'm like, I'm a big draw team. I'm mm-hmm. like, we're going to let you declare because I got the dude back here that can move. Right. You know. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, what's important, too, understanding football, and you know, Nate, you guys, you know, every play is designed to score a touchdown. Yes, so, it you know, is. I think every, every time you, you know, every time you get a play call, you know, it's like, man, we, we, we could take this one to the crib. You know, it's like, yeah, we're happy with a three, four-yard game because we understand that this is the NFL. It's hard, but we're trying to score. Every time, this, every time we hear these play calls, run pass, you know, special teams play call, we're trying to score. We're trying to score touchdowns. And it usually comes down to – Basically, one guy on defense, right? Like mm-hmm. everybody, you, everybody's assigned to a dude, and if you can make that one guy miss, then that's where your your touchdown comes mm-hmm. in, right? That that that's why I'm telling everybody, you know, is if we just can get people didn't know how valuable you was at the loony position, the jumbo, then we forgot how valuable Connor McGovern was when he was running that position. We got to get a tight end. We got to get a tight end, and so when 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 Parlett does come back, we can give him some of that outside. We got to be able because they setting the edge on us, and this all right. Zeke ain't got no problem with hitting up in the Zeke, the more the merrier. Mm-hmm. But with Tony, <laughs> it ain't gonna be that way. You know, get him into his, into his flavor. You know, so. Oh, man, yeah, get, that, get that guy running. Yeah, get him running. Get that man. boy running. <laughs> All right, fellas. Well, we're out of time. <laughs> Kurt, good All seeing right. you, man. Nate, shake and bake. Shake and bake. Joe, thanks for Love joining it. the show. Love we it. will see you tomorrow. We take <laughs> yeah. phone calls tomorrow. And we got a, we got a, yeah. we got uh what's the light skin system? No, we, somebody else. We're, we bring it, we bring a guest <laughs> on every Friday now. Someone prizes around every corner. Around oh, yeah. every corner. So be prepared. <laughs> don't don't nothing's off the table tomorrow. It's freaky fun phone Friday here with the boys. So Nate, thanks for bringing it today as usual oh, chris thanks for keeping us on the air william the young lady thanks name? for keeping the live streams up her brandy. name's brandy you well brandy can't come because it's not her turn she got her turn last friday jeez Nate, leave well, that brandy i'm coming going upstairs easy, easy. Five, brandy. all right we'll be back tomorrow the people show hanging with the boys brandy where are you this has been a production of dallascowboys.com and the dallas cowboys football club how about this cowboys yeah!